how committed are you to your goals? Basically, what I'm asking is, how committed are you to your sense of identity and purpose? Come and join me to find out what it means and how to find your sense of commitment in a healthy, positive, and constructive way. Hi, everyone. My name is Yvette Rose here and welcome. I am the founder of Metaphysical Anatomy Technique, which is a powerful healing tool that can help you to gracefully, effortlessly and easily step into your greatness and your power by shifting trauma, challenges, anxiety and depression without having to relive your trauma, without even needing to know or remember what was the root causes or even having to talk about it. And yes, you can achieve that with ease and with grace and also achieve great permanent results. And you can find out so much more at yvetterose.com. And remember to subscribe here to my channel also to stay up to date with the latest bits and pieces of research and information as well. Guys, today is a day that I am so, so excited about. I absolutely love this topic. I love goals and I love commitment. Once I said I'm committed to something and I make a promise, and especially to myself, I stick to it. I absolutely stick to it. And here is why. When you make a commitment to yourself, it's not just about you. It's about your quality of life and it's your future. Because your future, of course, is the path that you have to walk very, very soon. That can be the next hour. It can be the next day. It can be the next week. It can be the next year. And of course, no one wakes up every day thinking, how much can I destroy my future? But <laughs> we don't consciously do that. However, it does happen because of self-sabotage. It does happen because of negative and destructive coping mechanisms. When we look at goals, when we look at commitment, the first step that I've come to realize in my life is that to become successful is to raise your standards. But to raise it in a way that is healthy and constructive for you. Because at the end of the day, not all, but most limits don't exist. They are just there to be pushed. They're there to be pushed. And any dream without a plan is just nothing but a wish. You know that by now. Because when we look at maybe some reasons why we sabotage our goal settings is that maybe we don't give enough focus to our goals. Because without a goal, your effort can then just become disjointed and it becomes confusing. But focus often can sometimes be a very hard concept for a lot of people to grasp. And the reason why is that when we are focused, one way or another, it can actually be a positive. I kind of find myself to lean more to the positive because if I get focused, I get excited. I have euphoria and dopamine being released. I can't stop doing what I'm doing. But then again, it also can become an addiction because it begs the question, what part of you is so much diving into that focus or that goal? that you're not breaking the pattern of focusing too much because now you're maybe neglecting other things in your life. But then it begs the question, what is it that you would have to deal with and focus on in your life that you maybe don't want to deal with, that you maybe don't want to focus on? And maybe using our goals and our commitment in something else to avoid other important aspects that we also need to work on, that we also need to address. But also other people might go the other extreme they, they are focus avoidant because sometimes when people have to focus on a problem, it brings them so much so into the present moment 
and they have a negative association with being in the present moment because that means you might have to feel things that you don't want to feel in the present moment. And maybe your whole life is built on mechanisms that helps you to be present avoidant. So of course, in that case, it's going to be more confusing in terms of when you want to do something because you can't find that place of focus because you're subconsciously actually avoiding it. Maybe you have subconscious pain associated with that. Another pain point that we can have is when we don't have goals that can help us to measure our progress, right? So being able to keep track of your progress towards a goal that you're trying to receive, that is really important because if you have that measurement, then at least you can start ticking boxes as you're moving forward. I am that kind of person. I need to see that I'm making progress because if I don't, I lose interest because that progress motivates me. It's a big motivational factor. Another pain point that you might have is that if you have a goal, this goal has to keep you also motivated, meaning you must at least be passionate about it because it's easy to put something off, you know, to work on until tomorrow, especially if there's no goal or deadline. But in order to reach that goal and deadline, it helps if you can wake up happy to it. It helps if you can wake up feeling motivated to it. And if you don't feel motivated, then you also have to ask yourself the reason why. Maybe you've dived too much into it and now you have stress associated with that goal. Maybe now you have trauma even associated with that goal. And your body now has a negative association with the very thing that used to make you happy. Another point is that goals encourage you to take action. And now, this also builds on the last benefit of goal setting, right? Not only is it effective like a goal setting that helps you to break down your larger goals into smaller goals, but more also manageable ones. But it also now encourages you to actually begin taking part, right? Taking action on these goals. Because after all, a plan is completely worthless if you're not willing to invest the effort required to execute it. Then you just become a dreamer. And another point is these aspects can help you to beat procrastination because procrastination, let's be honest, it's something that we all battle with from time to time. Even I myself can get stuck in it. However, when you set goals in life, right, specific goals for what you want to achieve, it helps you to understand that procrastination can actually be quite dangerous. It can be detrimental to your goals. But that procrastination is actually there as a subconscious boundary and is telling you, I have a fear of achieving this, or I have a negative association with achieving this. We don't procrastinate for just the sake of procrastinating. There actually is a deep core underlying reason normally behind that as well. Now, another point also is that if we don't have goal setting, we can't really achieve as much as what we want. So, of course, you want to achieve more, right? So, if you set a goal and you reach it, it gives you like that feeling of like euphoria, like, yeah, I did it, right? That sense of accomplishment. And then you want to experience that again. I find that when I achieve a goal, it really helps me to build my self-esteem. It really helps me to build my sense of worth because I realize and I find that I'm worthy of creating this. I can do this. And so the more you do that, the more you repeat that, the more resilient you become in taking action. Because every time when you, when you tick that tick box, 
and you have that positive accomplishment, you start to feel more confident, which means you become resilient within goal setting. You become resilient within action taking. So goals also, of course, it helps you to determine what you want. So if you don't have goals, you might be feeling like you're flying blind. You might be sitting there thinking, what is my purpose? What is my, what is my aspirations in life? Where am I going to in my life? Because the act of setting goals forces you to complete what you really truly want. It also helps you to contemplate, is it really what I want? It can kind of like be like a bit of a GPS. It helps you to establish where it is that you want to be. Because you also have to ask yourself and look at what is the level of success that you want to achieve? What is the income level that you want to have? What does your life have to look like? What does your life of ease feel like? What about your dreams, you know, about the home that you want or that dream income that you have? Goals also help you to live your best life. It helps you to create your greatness. It helps you to create the success that you want. And it also, the best part for me, it makes you feel good. Come on. Who doesn't love that dopamine release when you get from achieving a goal? It's like a little bit of a reward for your brain, right? That continuously just tries to motivate you to hit that next goal. So when we look at potential like psychological blocks that we could be having, that sabotages, right? That sabotages our ability to commit and to have goals and to continue to hit those goals is that you might actually have too many goals. Break it down. Step by step, Rome wasn't built in one day. Yes, sometimes that feeling of impatience comes because we want it now, right? We want it now. And I get that because I'm the same, <laughs> but I have learned to have patience. And I've started to learn that patience, it's not a weakness, it's a strength. Because I've noticed that the more time I take to do something, the less I have to go back to the drawing board to fix my mistakes. Another one also is that you might have too many distractions, right? You fail also to maybe have a sense of a time block, right? Categorize things a little bit more, have timestamps, have deadlines. And then, of course, lack of commitment also. Some, a lot of people actually have a lot of negative associations with commitment. They feel trapped by commitment. They feel like they're losing their freedom with commitment. But guys, listen. You're not marrying this goal unless it's a person, <laughs> but this is a goal, right? It's a commitment to yourself. That is what you need to remember. You have to set aside the differences between certain types of forms and definitions of commitment because this commitment is about you. And it's only about you, how you show up in it, how it makes you feel and how it contributes to your future. Now, another downside here is that maybe you're not measuring or tracking your progress. How do you get to take, tick that box? How do you get to have that little happy dance at the end of the day, right? You don't have that measurement, that way to follow. Now, another one that I also really can definitely relate to, and that was a being afraid of trying something new. Because I get used to my comfort zone. I get used to what works. And when I start to move towards something that doesn't work, ooh, or at least the fear of like, what if, that can stop me dead in my tracks. 
But that can sometimes also be the greatest sabotage. Because what if that one moment when you try something new, you can actually have a breakthrough, but you didn't take it because you were too scared? Hello, self-sabotage. Something to consider there as well. And remember also, clarity is really important when you set goals, guys. Vague goals, that's not going to fly. You're back to square one. Vague goals equals vague outcomes. It equals vague feelings, vague sense of focus, vague, vague, vagueness. It's vagueness everywhere. It's going to come up and rear its head in every aspect of this goal or at least this perceived goal. So keep that in mind as well. And don't expect quick results. Not always going to happen. And don't also assume that because you don't get results in time that you failed. Don't assume. I've, that has been a big problem for me as well. And I can tell you, you will see results. Also, another point here that I'm going to share with you is, for example, look at obstacles that sometimes um, that, that stops you. And then when you hit that obstacle, you give up. For what purpose? We all have our thresholds. I get that. I absolutely get that. But now you also need to look at what's the benefit of giving up on that goal. And then ask yourself, why did I start this goal in the first place? Why did I start this goal in the first place? Where did my passion go? Another big no-no is to wait for motivation. If you're not motivated, if you're not feeling it, then there's an element, a big element missing. Maybe it's your mindset. Maybe the thing that you want to do is perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. The only challenge that you might actually really truly have is your mindset. Remember, your mindset creates the foundation of your success. It creates the foundation of your attitude and how you are going to show up. And then another downside is, what if you're just not consistent enough? Inconsistency is a recipe for disaster. Because if you stay consistent, you stay in the rhythm, you stay in the algorithm of the sense of motivation, you stay connected to that sense of passion. Inconsistency can cause you to become disconnected from the motivation that you had. And often forgetting why you started in the first place. We lose traction. You start procrastinating. Tomorrow, no, next week. Oh, maybe next month. No, I'll do it next year when this and that and this aligns. God, wait, what? You're going to wait for the stars to align again? Don't do that because that's what I did. That was one of my biggest, biggest self-sabotage. I'm like, I'm going to wait for the stars to align. I'm going to wait for a sign. You are the sign. Your mindset is the sign. Another point is don't give up and quit new goals. Why? You have to establish yourself why. Because if you feel too impatient, if you feel too tired, there's a reason why. You can't burn both ends of the rope. You're going to burn yourself out. So maybe it requires you just to have something as simple as balance. Maybe it requires you more just to have something as simple as more self-discipline. And when I say self-discipline, I mean in terms of what your needs are. Your need to take a break. Your need to just breathe a little bit more as well. And another downside that I've noticed here with people is that a lot of people are not willing to sacrifice something in the now 
for a better future. And that is because of the feeling of uncertainty. And that's normal because let's be honest, no one likes uncertainty. We are biologically designed to avoid things that makes us feel scared, uncertain. And of course, we're pain avoidant, whether it's physical or emotional. And that fear of not knowing can be so great that we'd rather just sabotage ourselves than potentially trying something new that can change our future drastically and also in a very positive way. And yes, guys, listen, mistakes are going to happen. Failures are going to happen. But it's how you show up and dust yourself off and how you move forward after that that is going to determine that next step that you're taking towards your future. Because every second that your mindset is focused on something negative, you're constantly projecting that into your future. And the last point also that I want to mention here is when you don't work on improving yourself, your goals, your success is a reflection of you. It's a reflection of how you feel and it's a reflection of your mindset. If your mindset is unhealthy, your success is going to be built on an unhealthy foundation. That's just how it works. That's the law of success. I also want to set something else here as well for you also. When we look at setting goals, before you can stay committed to your goals, you really truly need to set a goal. Because setting goals that are, for example, as specific as a possible outcome is one of the most vital ingredients in making your financial dreams a reality. You must set a goal. And another thing that I've deeply and dearly learned in my life is to revisit your goals frequently. Because setting goals isn't, a, isn't like one of these one and done and then sort of a type of deal, right? You need to revisit your goals frequently. It might not actually be on a daily basis, but it should be something that you make a regular habit of. Let it be a routine. And talk about routines, set routines as well. Because routines might actually seem boring, but they can help you to get you into really attractive places. Just make sure that these routines are positive routines. And another point here is stay inspired. This is so important because sometimes your motivation needs a little bit of a nudge in the right direction. Right? So seeking out maybe external inspiration can be a really, really great way for you to stay on track with your goals as well. And always remember to look at the bigger picture. It can be easy to lose sight of your goals and also to feel that your motivation diminishes when times really starts to get tough. Fortunately, since tough times and mistakes are inevitable, they're part of your everyday life, they're always going to be there, you need to learn positive coping mechanisms so that you don't give up. Have a positive mindset. My mindset is always said that if there's a problem, there's always a solution. And therefore, if I do hit a challenge, if I do start to feel a little bit, you know, bogged down, I always know that there's a solution. And it's almost like this, like this breath of fresh air. I know that there will be a solution. And that actually decreases my stress and anxiety by 50%, just realizing that. Another important point here is stay accountable because self-motivation is, it's hard guys. Listen, I know it's not the easiest thing to do, right? So while you need to be, for example, as successful as a trader or someone that's a leader, 
Because remember, you are your own leader in life. You also maybe need to look at networks that can help you keep accountable. Have an accountability group where people 